So today I want to talk to you about who you work with, who you work with on the front stage, who you work with on the backstage. The front stage is where value is created. That's the marketplace. It's where you put your goods and services to be sold. It's how we represent ourselves. The backstage is the people that we work with, our team and our vendors and our contractors and subconsultants and consultants and all the people that support that front stage activity. So this is my biggest encouragement. This is something that, that happens with, with entrepreneurs. It's happened with me. I know it's happened with you is that you're presented with an opportunity and it looks like it's, it's gilded. It's in, ensconced in dollar bills, right? That it's going to be a highly profitable project that, uh, or in, in our case, that it's going to be a series of projects that'll go on for a while that it, it's a, a client or it's a, it's a, an outlet for your goods or services that has recurring revenue that'll go on for a while. There's plenty of things to do. In our case, it might be 10 buildings that, that one, that one developer will want to do, or, uh, in, in your world, it, it might be a product that you put out there that people are going to want for a number of years. And so there's not a lot that you have to do except improve it. Uh, and make it a little bit better and package it so that it's more desirable on a regular basis, right? But it, the market exists for it, right? And so it's ensconced in these, in these dollar bills. Well, I can tell you that if you just look at the dollar bills and you, you, you don't begin to look underneath what, what is really there, the substance of the organization, the people, the initiative, that you're looking at at that particular time, then you're, you're selling yourself way short. And this is what I found to be the case, is that you start peeling away some of those, those dollar bills and you just got a jackass under there, right? It's just a jackass that's covered in money. And there are plenty of them out there in business. It's our responsibility as leaders, as entrepreneurs, to be discerning, to be insightful, to be sensitive, to those people, and there's plenty of them out there, they can be abusive, they can be selfish, they're self-centered. If there's not parity, you probably don't wanna work with those people when they make it all about them. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't do a great job as entrepreneurs of being sensitive to people's goals. Of course we do. But they should want, they, the market, the marketplace, your clients should want you to be successful too. You know that you have a good relationship when you, um, uh, you pull up in, in your new car, right? Because you've run a good business and you've been successful. When the client or the marketplace gives you credit for that, it's like, wow, good for you. You guys are doing well. I'm delighted for you. As opposed to getting, so did my fees pay for that? Is that part of my car too because of what I've done? I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not much. There's people out there. You know them. I know them. So what does that mean to, to this time in, in our economic cycle, in our cultural cycle, in our political cycle, in our world. I've mentioned before, no one is going to criticize you for making the choices that you need to make in order to be successful in your business. So this is the time to make those kinds of changes. If you have people and the Pareto principle, which is the 80-20 rule, uh, which is that 80% of your uh, of your revenue tends to come from 20% of your clients or market, right? And so that means you've got this other 80% that is just kind of life-sucking, right? They're difficult to work with. Uh, they don't pay their bills on time. Um, they're never satisfied. They always find fault with things. 
Um, my encouragement is begin to eliminate some of those relationships from, from your world. And we have, we have um, a, a way that, that I've learned. My business coach that I had 20 years ago, he said, you are an insightful, discerning person, Jeff. When you feel uncomfortable in here about a new relationship, a new initiative, a new opportunity, listen to that, pay attention to that. I can tell you that all the times, and there's been a lot of them in my career, when I have not listened to that, I go, oh, but it's a great project, it's great exposure, this will take us to another level. Um, yeah, they're not very nice, and yeah, they're, they have a bad reputation, and yeah, they're litigious, they've sued almost everybody they've worked with, but it'll be different this time. Probably won't be different this time. So. If you, if you begin to evaluate things initially from that standpoint, great. What do you do if you're already in those relationships? Get out as quickly as you can. Focus on the clients, the marketplace, the things that are bringing you the majority of your revenue. I can guarantee you that your organization will be bigger, better, happier as a result of focusing on the right fit people for your relationship, for your team, your team's capabilities, and the relationships that you have. Joe Polish, brilliant guy, runs the Genius Network. I learned this from him a number of years ago. In business, there is elfs and haves. An elf is a relationship that's easy, lucrative, and fun. Doesn't mean that you don't have problems, but you get through them, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, we got a little problem here. I know we'll get through it, but yeah, we have to deal with this. It might cost you a little bit of money, might cost you a little creativity, might cost you a little extra work, but you're keeping the relationship. The client understands they take their part of responsibility for whatever happened, and they're allowing you to take your part for what happened in the relationship. This is not the domain of defensiveness. This is not the, the domain of assigning blame. This is the domain of let's figure it out to see how we can be successful. That's what an easy relationship is. Lucrative means that it's easy to, it's easy to have those conversations, right? That, that lucrative, I want you to do well, and I want you to, and, and, and I want you to want me to do well. You, we each want each other to do well, right? That I've known people that they resent the fact that my organization has become successful. You have too. It's like, um, it's like the old saying about pastors and, and the boards that they work with at church. Um, God, you keep them humble and we'll keep them poor, right? That's how some boards have, have looked at how they treat their, their lead pastor. That's not a good fit for how an elf relationship works. And then the last thing, the F, is fun. We should have a good time doing what we're doing. Um, in my business, um, there is a significant part of my license that is to protect the health and safety of the public. That's what an architect is licensed for. And being a proficient pilot, you know, means the commercial pilot means that you have a responsibility for yourself, for the equipment and the people that, that you're that you're with, right? Um, but it doesn't mean that you can't have a good time doing it. If you're not enjoying it, you probably shouldn't be doing it, right? Let's let's have a good time. Let's have fun. I want to be around people that they're okay with with when, when something humorous happens, that they can make fun of themselves, right? They can poke a little bit of fun at themselves. They can see the humor in things, right? That's part of creativity, and that's part of an elf relationship. Easy, lucrative, and fun. And then there's the half relationships. Those are relationships that are hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating. And that's what I'm kind of talking about with this notion of a jackass ensconced in money. 
It's like you pull the, you pull the, the money away and you just got a jackass and that's what you're left to work with. And I can tell you people, that is not a lot of fun. It's not something that I would encourage you to do. I would encourage you to use that sense, that, that feeling in your gut, in your heart, that visceral response to something that doesn't look right. I've been in situations before where we've been asked, it took me a while to evolve to the point where I finally listened to my business coach. And when I did, it was tough the first time or two where I had to take uh, someone aside and say, I don't think this is the right assignment for us, right? And in some cases I even described, um, you're a wonderful person, but you're not, you and your organization are not easy, lucrative, and fun to work with. I can tell that just by the way that you're trying to beat us up um, on the proposal, and we haven't even started the work yet, that that's going to kind of set the tone, I think, for, for what's going to happen. And I've reached out to some colleagues, and, you know, they've, you know, confirmed that um, you're not their favorite client. And um, I've had some people that have just kind of gotten insulted. I've had others that go, you know what, thank you for that. I want to become an elf. So I'll be back. Thank you very much for being objective and telling me those people are few and far between, but I can tell you, I respect them a whole bunch. They usually never come back, but that's okay. They were nice about it, right? And I think that we're not trying to be mean to people. What we're trying to do is we're trying to help people be, help them understand the impact that they're having on the world that they're in. And it might work really well for other organizations, but when it doesn't work well for my organization, when it doesn't work well for your organization, when you're just doing it, because you think you have to, you don't have to. Part of being an entrepreneur is freedom. Freedom of time, money, relationships, and purpose. So the relationship part of being an entrepreneur has everything to do with not working with people that I would say are jackasses. Thank you for joining us for the Death to the Org Chart podcast with Jeffrey Demure. Be sure to subscribe on Facebook, iTunes, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. To get more information about Jeff or to order your copy of the book, Death to the Org Chart, go to dttoc.com. Go create the freedom you were meant for.